Welcome to this episode of the EMJ podcast. I'm Ellen Weber. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Emergency Medicine Journal. And with me today is Chris Moulton, who's the vice president of the Royal College of Emergency Medicine, and more importantly, a practicing consultant at Royal Bolton Hospital, which is just outside Greater Manchester, and which sees a a striking number of patients each year, 120,000. And this is a district general hospital uh, that's quite busy. And Chris and I are here to talk about the weekend effect, or as you say in England, the weekend effect. But the reason I brought Chris on is to actually explain, particularly for those of us not in the UK, what the big political deal has become about the weekend effect. We just published an article that showed that weekend effect does not exist for major trauma centers in the UK. So Chris, I wonder if you could start by explaining a little bit about what the weekend effect is supposed to be. Yes, thank you. Well, it's an interesting thing. It's been well shown, both in the NHS and in some other healthcare systems, that patients admitted to hospitals at weekends have worse mortality and worse outcome. And really strangely, you know, this isn't just true of emergency patients, it's also true of elective patients as well, which is very strange. What I would say is, it's not that they all die at weekends, the death rate at weekends doesn't get worse, it's their outcome on any day is worse if they're admitted at weekends. Uh, and as you say, we, we say weekend here. We also say working week, not work week. <laughs> so another difference. And, yes. and so one of the questions is, what is the reason for that? What is thought to be the reason for that? Is it really worse care? Is it less staff? Is it bad, uh, bad research? Well, I think the politicians would like us to believe it's definitely less staff, but it isn't as simple as that. It certainly isn't just less doctors, because there's also the nursing staffing drops a bit, though not so much. There's not many physiotherapists around, less radiographers, and no managers. So there's less of everybody. It isn't just doctors, but there is a staffing change. But then, of course, there's lots of different things at weekends, isn't there? People's behaviour is different at weekends. Patients' behaviour is different. A lot of people have said the case mix is different, though that has been looked at and isn't perhaps entirely true when it's matched. And of course, then there's the issue of perhaps coding is different as well. So it really is very unclear what is going on. And of course, the doctors would have you believe that, well, it's nothing to do with staffing. The politicians would have you believe it's everything to do with staffing. But I think the truth lies somewhere between the two. And it's kind of really hard to tease out. But what I can tell you is, as a doctor who's worked in the health service the last, what, 35 years in in the UK, Um, I remember a time when we had almost no staffing on at weekends. I remember going to Seattle, to the Seattle Trauma Centre about maybe 20 years ago now, maybe a bit longer, and there were more staff on duty uh, in the resuscitation room on a Sunday it was, than we would have had in the entire hospital on a weekend, more medical staff just in that resuscitation room than our entire hospital. So there is a long tradition in the UK, perhaps, of being poorly staffed at weekends. When I was a junior member of staff, what used to happen really is the patients would come in at weekends and we'd deal with them appallingly because we wouldn't have any senior supervision. Um, And then, of course, the consultants, the the senior staff of the UK, would come round on a Monday and they kind of see the survivors of the weekend. So it was kind of triaged by survival, really. If you were well enough to see a consultant on Monday, then you're kind of triaged into the survivors group automatically. (laughs) Well, that's one way to look at it, certainly. So what's changed? 
Well, there's much, much more consultant involvement now and senior staff at weekends throughout the UK. So these, these were very much the bad old days. So this has changed. But my understanding from the differences between the US and the UK, I've got a lot of relatives in California, and I think there's a much greater acceptance in the US that professional people like doctors will perhaps work at weekends completely normally, whereas in this country, perhaps there's a little bit of reluctance still, the more senior you get, perhaps to be working at weekends. Yes, I, I would I would agree with that. I think uh, we have, especially in emergency, have long accepted the fact that weekends and evenings and nights are just part of the deal. But that doesn't mean that we don't have reduced staffing in other places. Um, I remember, you know, 10 years ago, even coming in on a shift on a holiday and finding that x-ray wasn't as staffed as well in the, because they had cut down in other places of the hospital where, for instance, surgeries weren't going on and so forth. And you know, our x-ray tech was being run all over the hospital because there was one less person. So there still is a bit of a tendency to downstaff at the times that we're the most busiest. I mean, would it surprise you if I told you that I can't get an MR scan at weekends? It, it would not surprise me only because I'm, I'm surprised in some cases you can get an MR at all. There's still a lot of places that cannot get an MR even here, you know, anytime. But uh, we, where we are in a tertiary hospital, we can get an MR day or night, although there's always a bit of a bit of foot dragging. Do we really need it? Can we not schedule it as an outpatient? Um, tell me, though, a little bit about how this became such a political football in the UK. Well, I think this, um, it's been going on for some time. The discussion about how to cover weekends has been going on now for many, many years, really. And like I say, not just with doctors. Nurses, of course, have accepted the issue completely. The ancillary staff really haven't. And as I say, there's no managerial presence worth talking about at weekends. But I think it's come up really much lately, partly because of research showing this increased mortality and poor outcomes, as, as we said, but also because of the change in the contracts to doctors. The health secretary recently has changed the junior doctor's contract in the UK, or she's perhaps more accurately say tried to change it because it hasn't really come about yet. And that, of course, has resulted in the um, really the, one of the only strikes in most of, of junior doctors in most people's lifetime. The last junior doctor strike in the UK was in 1973 when I was in the last year of uh, high school. And much of it has turned round the, the pay for weekend working, whether Saturday and Sunday should be at higher rates or not. And this has become quite a sticking point. And uh, I wonder if you can tell me not so much about the junior doctors, because uh, but but where does the uh, college fit in on this in terms of work and week, week, weekend working? <laughs> As you know, the college, our Royal College for Emergency Medicine is a charity set up to uh, protect the needs of patients in emergency situations. We're not a trade union like the BMA, so we're there really to protect and enhance patients' experience. So our view is very much that if patients need it at weekends, it should be available. I mean, it's not that long ago when we couldn't give crutches out at weekends. And so I'm talking perhaps 20 years ago. So patients had to hop away and come back for the crutches the next day. But the kind of thing I'm talking about is I know that everybody talks about mortality as if that's the big arbiter. And of course, it is the big arbiter of things finally. But a lot of patients care about things while they're alive, not just when they're dead. If you take somebody who's got, say, a severe toothache on um, Friday night, but if you phone up and somebody tells you, well, that's not going to kill you, you can wait till Tuesday because it's a bank holiday weekend. 
you're not going to be very pleased with them. So um, I think our view as a college is things like that, which makes a huge difference to people's life. The availability to, say, dentists to relieve people's severe pain at weekends. That kind of thing's got to be available too, not just the things that clearly save lives. And, and so how is the college um, dealing with this? Because uh, I don't know, are, are emergency physicians paid more at weekend? Um, or is it just difficult finding the staff? Are there issues for weekend staffing for the emergency department, for the doctors per se? Well, the trouble is, you see, we've got enormous staffing issues um, throughout the UK in all the acute specialties, particularly perhaps emergency medicine. So half of all our middle grade, that's our sort of between our junior and our consultant posts, half of these uh, are unfilled at the moment. We really have an absolute dearth of these people. We've got loads of unfilled consultant posts as well. So we've got a massive staffing problem day and night, days and weekends. So if you like, when people can choose locum jobs, they choose to do them perhaps at weekdays, less happily at nights, less happily at weekends, and much less happily at weekend nights. So for my own department, we're having to cover a lot of the weekend nights as consultants, as well as our own rotor, because we just can't get staff to do it. So what would you say to the politicians that are saying you should uh, be covering weekends better? Well, Again, I guess it's not my job from the college to kind of negotiate rates. But from a patient point of view, if you want to cover the weekends, I'm afraid it's going to have to be paid for. Um, You're going to have to pay people extra rates to make sure the weekends are covered. And I, I think most people would agree that there is a kind of fairness in the fact that if you work Monday to Friday, nine to five, you wouldn't be paid as much as you work Saturday nights, Sunday nights and perhaps other nights. Yeah, and I think in the U.S., if you work in the private sector, which is where most people work in emergency, they do get a differential for working in the weekends and at nights. And, you know, I think it does, in fact, help getting those, as you say, unsocial hours covered. Yes, I think that's true. And, of course, there was this sort of strange unwritten agreement in uh, the National Health Service, whereby you work very, very hard as junior staff in the hope that you kind of get your award a bit before heaven when you became a consultant. And the idea was that when you became a consultant, you know, life would suddenly get a lot better. Now, um, there's a whole generation of people who kind of entered into that unwritten contract and now have found that uh, it's not so. This, again, isn't such a big problem in the U.S. because you've got lots of departments where they are just staffed by specialists, where as we always have a pyramidal system. Yes. As you said earlier, the U.S. is pretty used to the idea that all doctors will work some weekends. And I think that's something that came out in your commentary is we don't work all weekends. And when we work weekends, we have other time off. And at least in some situations, there's a compensation for that. Um, and in the end, of course, we want to take care of the patients, but it is if you can't get the staff, you've got to do something about it. Yes. And of course, in the UK, um, we've changed from a situation, you know, where almost all doctors work some of the weekends, maybe not very hard on weekends, but work some of them, to where you've got whole groups of doctors who don't work any weekends at all now. So we've got specialists like rheumatologists and dermatologists who don't have any contractual obligation at weekends or evenings at all now. That also must be very difficult in the ED if you need backup for anything. 
well, it, it, it's very difficult if you need backup because you haven't got these kind of specialists really uh, easily available. To be fair, there are teaching hospital dermatologists you can contact, but not perhaps your own hospital. So, it, so yeah, you're right. That is a big problem. But the biggest problem really, you see, is the comparative between people because, you know, I don't really care how big my house is. What I do care is that it's bigger than yours. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? And so people compare their contract with other people's, not against some kind of absolute. Exactly. As I understand it, in, in the UK, the compensation is similar regardless of your job. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's pretty much I think you've summed that up pretty well, really. It's these kind of uh, feelings of envy. You know, I'm here working so late at Saturday night, whereas he's at home watching television. You know, that kind of makes it worse, really. I was particularly impressed when uh, after um, the government was talking about weekend working, there was a huge Twitter campaign with all these people sending pictures and showing that they were, in fact, at work on the weekends. And so, you know, it's not like the NHS is abandoned on weekends. (laughs) That's right. There's plenty. I mean, that was I mean, that was kind of crazy, wasn't it? But you're right. I mean, there are hundreds of people working at weekends and working very hard at weekends. So, you know, the the argument became very polarized on both sides, really you know, both financially and from who's working the hardest kind of thing. Well, I think you've you've, uh, somewhat explained to me now why it's such a bigger deal in the UK than I think here. And I, I, as uh, comrades in arms, I think it's important that those of us not working in the UK understand the situation there so we can support you in whatever way you feel is helpful. That's that's a lovely thing to say. It's very kind of you. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you very much, Chris, for shedding some light on this thorny issue, shall we say, whether you say weekend or weekend or weekend or weekend. (laughs) I'll get it right someday. (laughs) Well, whatever, however you say it, I hope you have a good one this weekend. You too. And uh, from all of us at the EMJ, I want to thank Chris Walton. Hope this podcast has enlightened you on the trials and tribulations of the weekend effect.